out of Zion. We want to speak, Holy Ghost. We want to speak. Just, just lift your hands. Lord, we just thank You for Zion right now. We thank You. The mountain of the Lord over South Australia. The mountain of the Lord. We say, awake, O sleeper. Awake, O sleeper. And Christ will give you light. We speak to the dry bones. We command them to be knitted together. We thank You for awakening in this state. Awakening, outpouring, revival and harvest. We thank You, Lord, according to Your Word. In the mighty Name of Jesus. And everyone said, Amen. Come on. Praise the Lord. Hey, um, Rachel, remind me to do announcements and offering at the end. At the end. Just remind me. Or Christina, you can remind me wherever she's gone. All right, someone can. If I start closing in prayer and I haven't taken the offering, I want you to yell out, I came to give. I just want to, yeah, I'm going to pray. I want us to get straight into it. Um, yeah, I need grace to de- deliver this. Yeah, Holy Spirit, thank you. Thank you that you're here. Holy Spirit, thank you for the, your presence. Thank you for the ecclesia. We just thank you. We're any two or more gathered together in the name of Jesus, Lord, you're here. I just thank you for uh, your word to carry uh, a breaker anointing, but especially, Lord, a spirit of wisdom and revelation. We just ask for grace. We just thank you, Lord, that it won't just be information it will be rocket fuel in the glory. We thank you in the name and the blood of Jesus. Everyone said, "Amen, Amen." Sometimes it says, "With all you get, with all you get, and get understanding, wisdom is the principal thing." Oh my gosh! Like we need wisdom. I need wisdom. I need wisdom. Sometimes before when I'm preparing to speak, it's like a glory cloud of the Lord has gone into a bowl of alphabet soup and picked it up in the air and swells it around and I'm having to get a message out of it, okay? So I'm gonna do my best. Um, We've got a lot of announcements, but I just wanna get into this. And this is something that we've been talking about. Um, We're going to do some out, we've been doing outreach uh, north of Adelaide and there's one particular day when we're driving up and just the presence of God came in the car and it was about uh, going uh, in heavenly pla- manifesting heavenly places, especially in the area of provision. And um, so we're gonna, yeah, I, look, it actually says that if you read the book of Revelation and you keep the words and that the implication is don't just hear it, you understand and apply it, it says you're blessed. Remember the book of Daniel said, seal it up to the, to the last very end. But it said about the book of Revelation, do not seal it up. It was from when it was written, it was open. It was open and so there's something about it and remember that there's uh, over 500 direct references or allusions to the Old Testament uh, in the book of Revelation. It's just, just, just everywhere, it's just everywhere. So, um, and especially, I, I, it would behoove us to meditate on it um, and just get ask the Lord. You know, like for me, uh, I need the Lord to speak to me through the Word. So I've developed an, a, a grace to look at something and not understand and keep looking at something I don't understand. And then it starts to open up. That's how you seek the Lord. If you're hungry, there'll be something that you don't understand. It could be about your life. 
It could be about relationships. It could be about provision. And if you just, it says in your light, we, we see light. And if we have that ability to continually hold it, you know, that's how they got healed in the wilderness, the bronze serpent being lifted up in the wilderness. If the bronze serpent was being, if you had an incurable disease and the Lord said, you got to look and gaze at that bronze serpent, which is a substitution of your sickness, iniquity, whatever, right? And you're sort of a sudden, oh, I'm feeling something happening in my body. Oh, what's that shiny object over there? And then, you know, you, you have to hit reset. So there's something about the book of Revelation. There's a lot in it, but I want to go to uh, 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 something that is uh, very, very much a now. It would, it would seem it's very applicable now. So Revelation chapter six, verses five to six, if we could put that up. And so, um, and, it, and, and when he opened the third seal, I heard the third living creature say, come and see. So I looked and behold, a black horse and he who sat on it had a pair of scales in his hand. And I heard a voice in the midst of the four living creatures say a quart of wheat for a denarius and three quarts of barley for a denarius and do not harm the oil and the wine. So I don't wanna break it open too much, but basically we're talking scarcity or hyperinflation, you know, tomato, tomato, but basically almost the equivalent of a day's wages for a loaf of bread. And so this is something that, uh, uh, it's, it's a supernatural phenomena. But it, it, in, you know, in the midst of it, the Lord says, do not touch the oil or, or do not harm the oil and the wine. You know, um, we got a track record, Rachel and I, in regards to, I just think that, that, that something that has to be cultivated from intern luminaries through to staff to eldership, a culture that can be lost through churchianity methodology is the word of the Lord. God will often get you to do something that seems counterintuitive. We need to know what it is for him to speak to us and follow his directives. He'll get us to quite often act in the opposite spirit of what the prevailing atmosphere is. And that's where it's an adventure. I'll never forget the global financial crisis, you know, Lehman Brothers and the, what happened there in 2008 and then there was that ripple effect. And then all of a sudden um, we had uh, um, to, to offset that, Australians were given every few thousand dollars and there was the great uh, uh, Harvey Norman large screen TV revival. <laughs> you know, and so it's just a... <laughs> Is it that, oh gosh, it's like the, it's like the, uh, uh, the, the baby bonus. You know, people go, if, if, I, if I keep having babies, I'll get these bonuses and I'll be rich. <laughs> Hashtag poverty mentality. It's gonna cost you more than 5,000 grand, uh, 5,000, uh, uh, mate, you know, more like 500,000. Uh, uh, so, so what happened is all these things, there was layoffs, there was, it didn't hit Australia quite the same as it did in the US. But there was this spirit of scarcity and, and, and first is fear. And, 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 and trust me when I say the worst thing that can happen to you is live in fear because fear creates a magnet or a landing pad for all the things that you don't want to happen in your life. Any, from mild anxiety to crippling phobia. Regard, I mean, and remember fear is a spirit so it's irrational. You know, a, a friend of mine has an absolute crippling fear of buttons. 
done mission work, cast out devils, looked the principalities in the face, but has a crippling fear of buttons. And you're going, well, that's pretty stupid. But what you have is that it's, it's, a, it's, it's irrational. None of it's, none of it's rational because it's a spirit. The spirit world is not rational. So what we did is Rachel and I were obviously walking closely with the Lord in that season. And I remember um, we, were in our, we lived in McGill, our first place. And so we acted in the opposite spirit. We acted in the opposite spirit of the prevailing atmosphere. And we decided to sow finances into a ministry. Now, for us back then, oh no, we were in Tranmere, sorry. We were in Tranmere, not McGill. Um, okay, let's close in prayer. No. Uh, <laughs> anyway, it doesn't affect anything. Because <laughs> I know my wife's going, were we in McGill? Um, so we sowed, we, we sowed some money into a ministry and, uh, and I, look, I have no problem with people believing for supernatural harvest. That's the major way that we've come into blessing, uh, sowing and reaping, be a cheerful giver. Uh, so, so bountifully, you'll reap bountifully. But sometimes God will give you something better than just provision. He'll give you the word of the Lord. I think the word of the Lord is the most powerful thing. Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that proceeds from the mouth of God, every rima. And this is why we have to, like, we, we have to be so hungry for God's personal directives to us. The more you're in the Logos, the easier it is to get the quick and rima word. So we received, um, you know, and, and, and uh, so we received, the, uh, we sowed some money and the word of the Lord came to me. And the Lord said, my wife had been practicing law for maybe, gosh, how many years? 10 years. And uh, the Lord said, I'm gonna give you your own law firm. And so I was thrilled. God gave me the word and I knew Rachel would do all the work. <laughs> we make a great team. We make a great team. I'm, I'm, I thank the Lord every day. And so um, what happened is that from that word, just supernatural provision and circumstances open. It was, it was completely supernatural. Now, what we saw is that I remember my father going, you're, you're, uh, uh, you're starting a law firm now? I know people are being laid off of, you know, people in bureaucratic positions. They're, 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 uh, uh, this is happening, this is happening, the, the, the prevailing. And I'm going, what's the word of the Lord? We're meant to do it. And then he was like, he was more, he was scared for us. My dad was more scared for us. And Sort of like, but, I'm, but this is how we live. And God just started to pour in and bless. And we have seen on a, on, a, on a precedent level is that you have got two different dimensions. You've got earthbound, fear-driven darkness, or you've got heaven manifest glory economy. And so we've, we've seen this again and again and again, because at the moment, there, there is... Things are, are, you're seeing wobbles with the banks, you're seeing a setup for central bank digital currency, uh, digital ID, all these things are just in the public domain. And so you're seeing that and the Lord goes, okay, because you're connected to me, I'm gonna get you to act in the opposite spirit so you can manifest the glory of God in your finances. Can someone say amen? The biggest thing you gotta deal with is fear, okay? So, so we've seen that, um, but 
again, there's, there's a, there's, there's a, seems like a, a bipolar manifestation out of Isaiah 60. It says, Arise, shine, for your light has come. The glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Behold, darkness shall cover the earth. Deep darkness over the people, but his glory and his light will be seen upon you. So we've seen this, and so there seems to be like a, there seems to be like a, almost a, a dividing. So rather than being full of fear, and because when, when you're full of fear, you become immobilized and you hold on to things. And the worst thing you can do is see material things as your provider and or deliverer, okay? So if, whether you have a business um, or a job, it's not your provider. The Lord is your provider. That's just a, a, a pathway or a vehicle for a season. And so you never look to that. You actually always look to the Lord and your, your, your bigger assignment and be faithful in the station that you're in. So at the moment, it would seem that there is scarcity being set up simply because you've got the, the expenditure taking place by governments. And there's, remember, there's never government money. There's no such thing as government money. It's taxpayers' money. You pay for it. Gosh, people are good at spending other people's money, aren't they? Wow. And then sort of like, uh, we're, we're seeing, a, 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 they call it the public-private uh, partnership in the world, but we're seeing economies being run into the ground. So it seems like the, in, in a natural way, there's you know, a bit of a captain obvious, there is a little bit of a scarcity being set up. But the Lord wants us to manifest an opposite spirit and... As you know, there is a superstructure in the, in the invisible world of darkness called Babylon. Babylon is a whole, it's not just a trading floor, it's very, very intricate, and it is a complete uh, a counterfeit and an inferior counterfeit to the new Jerusalem. God wants to manifest the new Jerusalem on this earth through his people. Can someone say amen? We're gonna talk about time in a minute because the Western spirituality has proven to not be effective. We receive information and we don't action it and then it gets locked in our head and we think that's spirituality. So if we don't see something right in front of us, we go, oh, that's the future. Whereas that's not how, that's not how the, 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 the God's uh, um, set up his kingdom and the new covenant, the eternal covenant through the blood of Jesus. It's, the, it, it's now faith is. So, Okay, so I want us to, if we can just, if we can just put that up again, that uh, uh, scripture out of uh, Revelation 6, please. When he opened the third seal, I heard the third living creature say, come and see. So I looked and behold a black horse and he who sat on it had a pair of scales in his hand. And I heard a voice in the midst of the four living creatures saying, a quart of wheat for a denarius and three quarts of barley for a denarius. And here's the instruction, and do not harm the oil and the wine. So in the midst of scarcity, the very voice of the Lord, even if it was by proxy, even if it was one of the living creatures or the voice of the Lord, it's still the voice of the Lord. If you receive a prophet in the name of a prophet, you receive a prophet's reward. So the instruction which would come with accompanying power says do not touch or do not harm the oil and the wine. So in the midst of scarcity, you've got, the, you've got this oil and wine phenomena. And before you go, oh my gosh, these are luxury items. And we start before, before our carnal, part of our little carnal fractals start to lay a hold of, okay, so in the midst of this, we can live quite decadently. That's not actually what it's saying. Because remember, in the midst of scarcity, 
God always wants to manifest Joseph's. So when you're seeing, when you're seeing these supernatural commodities, they actually, you know, God doesn't mind you being in the gravy as long as you hand out the gravy. It doesn't, it is. And so, because rather than just go sort of like, okay, well, I'm just gonna live a disassociated life and God's gonna bless me. No, 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 no. We're down here always, it's, it's God first and then others. It's called unless you lose your life for His sake, you won't find it. You'll find, if you, if you lose your life for Him, you will find it. So we're seeing in place now where there's, there's, there's going to be scarcity because it, it is being engineered, it is not organic. And so there are very, very dark forces behind a lot of the things that are taking place in the earth. I'll, I'll prove it to you in a minute. And I've said this ad infinitum, at, not ad nauseum, it's good to be informed, but it informs our uh, uh, metanoia. And so we can metamorphoo. If you don't know what those means, just go back to some teachings in the last five years. All right. So what the oil and the wine are, so you can't live on oil and wine. And I know some people have tried to prove or disprove that theory is that you can live off of wheat or barley, obviously bread, etc., but you can't live off oil and wine. They are com- this is a completely supernatural phenomena. So before people start buying shares in vineyards, etc., is that this is, this is the, the oil and the wine, are, uh, they, they, they are supernatural commodities that envelop or protect natural provision or even cause natural provision, the oil and the wine. So in the midst of what's taking place on the earth, the Lord says, do not touch the oil and the wine. Just a bit of background, it's a big deal because the oil obviously represents the Spirit of God, but we see on a precedent level that God clearly instructed when they started to first, God starts to first communicate the anointing oil it's so different types of oil. You've got just, you know, your olive oil and then you've got the anointing oil that's got all the spices and etc. However, uh, <laughs> however, is that, is that God said, whoever is going to minister directly to me, they need to be anointed. And everything about the tabernacle needs to be anointed, the tabernacle of Moses and all the instruments from the menorah all the way through the altar of incense, everything has to be anointed with oil Anoint, the, the oil represents consecration and service and worship under the Lord. It says, so there will be scarcity on the earth except do not touch the oil and the wine. So rather than worry about scarcity, we need to be concerning ourselves at how we can be as oily as possible <laughs> because that's the key. Because no matter, like let's say you've got X amount in your bank account, or, oh, I'm doing all right, like this. Remember the realm of the spirit, it says, cursed is he, trust in the arm of the flesh. You, 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 could, have, you, could, have, you could have a diverse p- portfolio, but there are things gonna, there's gonna be a lot of seasons of suddenlies coming up. So rather than trust in natural things, the Lord says, I want you to, he says, do not touch the oil and the wine. And so the anointing also destroys the yoke, especially slavery. We've been talking about the beast system. It's real. And so before we start ascribing any personal philosophy or religion behind the beast system, it is completely about humanism. It is exalting God. Yes, there's a lot of devils involved and there's a lot of portals and dark weirdo stuff. But basically it is, it is exalting the humanity or the humanism before the Lord. 
you have a look what's happening at the moment. I mean, this is, I just, some of the things, I know you guys, I, don't, I know a lot of you don't have access to the things I have access to on, regarding social media with some things. But you've got just what took place in Nashville. And there was a, 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 a gunman go in and, sh- and shoot up with three kids and three adults, I think. Christian school. I think Covenant uh, campus or something like that. And you've got like, you've, you, you, we're talking, we're talking, this, this humanism stuff. There are t-shirts, there are t-shirts that Amazon are uh, allowing to go through. Rich talks about the, the, the trans cause and, talk, uh, and, and literally different types of rifles on a t-shirt and a call to arms underneath. And it's not being, no, I'm just going to say it as it is. We're not going to be, we're not going to pussyfoot around this stuff. The church, we, we've, we've become, we've, we've literally, we've literally, we've taken the word meek and turned it into weak. And, and silence is compliance these days. It says you are a city on a hill. And then after what took place, rather than comforting the communities, is you've got the press secretary speaking on behalf of the president, comforting the, 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 the trans community. We're talking the most hectic gaslighting taking place. This is happening on our watch. You know, the, the priesthood of Melchizedek, they're, they're at the stage, it is, I've never seen my days become so rich and deep because there's always something to do in the realm of the spirit. If you're not ministering to the Lord, you are functioning in the realm of an intercessor or you're, you're decreeing or, or proclaiming. This, is, this humanism is a disgrace. But unfortunately, we, we, we go, you know, the meek will inherit the earth. It says the meek, that there's restrained strength or strength used in the appropriate manner, not weakness. Not being, not, not being uh, there's a lot to be said. The Lord, it does, don't shrink back, don't be a coward. So, you know, this is, this is, this is why the apostles, or this is what the apostles, this is why the, in the book of Acts, they prayed for boldness, for boldness. Because when you pray boldness, you are speaking the truth in love and wisdom that carries a realm that breaks the anointing, breaks the anointing, the anointing that breaks the yoke of slavery. And so this is, this beast system coming up to bring slavery and scarcity. Remember, everything that's being said, the opposite will manifest. So, so, this is really happening on our watch. And the Lord says, the, 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 uh, do not touch the oil and the wine. So the wine, let's use one of the most recent examples, is the wedding feast of Cana. Is that Jesus turned the water into wine. And so the wine talks about celebration and joy. It really, really does. So you go, yes, I will be in the anointing. What about the joy? What about celebration? What about celebration? See, I can get, I can put in a few angry commercials like I just did then. You know, I need, I can't, I mean, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm just being real. And, 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 and it's like, you know, oh, don't mention that, it's not encouraging, we're edifying. You know what, we got to grow up. Our, our spiritual development isn't about disassociating in the coping mechanisms, it's connecting with the Lord of glory, living from a transcendent place, so we can administrate justice 
so we can see things change as opposed to, I'm all right, Jack, in Jesus' name. We're the ones that have to be, we are the portals and the, and the agencies for God to manifest on the earth. It's, it's that straightforward. The only time I regret saying something sometimes is the algorithm goes, naughty boy, we get shadow banned even worse, okay? It's the only time you'll ever hear me hesitate. It's simply because I still want the word to get out there. And anyway, so people search for us anyway on Vimeo. <laughs> I know, it is what it is. All right, so... So that, 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 that don't touch the oil and the wine and Jesus turned the water into wine, joy and celebration on the day of Pentecost. <laughs> These are not drunk as you suppose. It's connected to intoxicating power. Intoxicating power. Where, where, where it, it'd be, it'd be, and then I don't wanna just camp there, but Jesus, now when we take communion, it's represented by the bread and the wine. So it also can incorporate the blood of Jesus. So it said, there will be scarcity. However, if you walk in my ways, I will give a commandment. And we're not talking about like tiptoe through the tulips. When God says, do not harm or touch the oil and the wine, that's a commandment from heaven given with angelic protection provision, like a wall of fire. When you make the oil and wine your priority, especially when it comes to helping others, especially when it comes to ministering unto the Lord, He will breathe on your provision supernaturally. Can someone say amen? This is what He has for us. So it's exciting. He sent you, he, you know, when you, as I, 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 I've had conversations with my son and he goes, Why was it, how come I'm on the earth now? You know, like, like everything seemed really good, now it seems really bad. And I said, well, I did see something the other day where if someone, you know, if you were born in 1900, when you were a teenager, there would have been the First World War. You know, my dad comes from, comes from the Navy. Did you know in the Napoleonic Wars, they were having like 12, 13, 14 year olds at war. Like it used to be it's like, they're so young. That was normal back then. So you made it through the First World War. Whew, Great Depression. Okay, let's make it through that. Oh, the Second World War. Make it through that one. The Korean War. Then the Cold War. Then the Vietnam War. And so we've had it pretty good. And God sent you here completely knowing that He would give you the grace and the supplies to be a complete overcoming hero in Jesus' name. But we have to make the oil and the wine our priority because trusting in the flesh means nothing. And so this is why God's got us acting in the opposite spirit. So, you know, obviously, when God's pouring into your whatever, your wineskin, the enemy wants to devour and take it away, the angel is going, can't touch this, okay? Dun, 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 dun. Can't touch this. It's hammer time, okay. It's not my word like a hammer. Okay. <laughs> Those pants, seriously. Nothing happy about them, all right. So you can see God supernaturally in, in Goshen and, and there's all this stuff breaking out in Egypt, but Goshen was like, sort of like, you know, beautiful day type thing. And it's sort of like, the, the, none of it came near them. I mean, what was happening? I've just been in, in the book of Exodus and you don't stay there because you've got to exit out of it. But basically it's, 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 it's like, this is real. It's, Psalm 91 is a supernatural dimensional reality. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge, my God, and in Him I will trust. And it talks about you can have people left, right, and center becoming a, a, a subject to the circumstances, but you just look at it. 
This is, this is, this is, called, this is called being physically here, but living from a heavenly reality. We get to prove this, guys. We get to prove it. You know, unless we had crisis, we go, do you wanna prove this? Do you wanna live a sacrificial, uh, consecrated life? Um, yeah, next week. Next year would be a good year for that. You know, and as, as it, you know, tomorrow <laughs> never comes. All right, so, so the question isn't about the horses and about all the, all the negative stuff. It's about how do we get aligned or in or soak the oil and the wine? So the first step here, if we can, this is a really interesting thing. Holy Ghost. Oh, whoa. there you go. All right, that's probably an essential oil there. <laughs> I've got props and everything. All right, Ephesians, let's do this. Ooh, double portion. All right, there we go, on your Trev. Okay, Ephesians chapter, f- <laughs> Ephesians chapter five. Okay, therefore he says, awake you who sleep, arise from the dead and Christ will give you light. See then you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Isn't that weird, the days are evil? I thought the days are day. It's a, it's a season where even time is defiled. Time is defiled and we have to redeem the time. And so there's something about, and again, this is so key, probably, uh, you know, the thing that changed my life is when God allowed me to go through very, very definite hardship. And I'm like, Lord, deliver me. And he said, I already have. And then he would walk with me. I mean, this was my footprints in the sand season. You know, <laughs> it was one set of footprints, you know. And um, if you don't know what I'm talking about, visit a Christian friend and go to the toilet. Okay, so. <laughs> so. <laughs> the Lord will speak. <laughs> but first, make sure, go into your closet and close the door. All right, so. Anyway, is it, is it, look, don't be stupid enough to pray to the Lord for faith. He'll give you a problem. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So don't, I'm pretty praying for faith. I'm just, life's so hard. Stupid, stupid, stupid. All right? It's don't do that. Is that faith lays a hold of what already is. When Jesus died on the cross, it's, there's no future work from His end per se. The work of Calvary is perfect. Can someone say amen? So perfect, he went to heaven and is now our high priest, presented the blood to the Father and he poured out his spirit without measure on the earth. And so then we get to prove it because it is already done, yet we can't see it in our life. So that's where the Lord taught me. The Holy Spirit says he'll lead you into all truth. He'll comfort you. And, 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 and the, 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 the more you go deep on letting him train you, the more solid it is. You know, this church wouldn't exist unless I'd gone through that season. But a lot of it has to do with this. You look at the Bible and compare it with your circumstances and they contradict each other, nearly every time. So rather than let your, 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 your circumstances dilute the truth of God's word, the Bible says, let God be true and every man a liar. 
So we get firmly uh, planted and grounded in the immutable, perfect Word of the Lord. It's refined seven times, right? To get grounded in it, let it become part of us. And then what happens, we didn't get, we get, we don't get moved by what we see and experience. We actually, what we believe changes what we see and experiences. Okay, what we experience. So this is how, how the Lord brought me through. Now, and I'll be honest, it's tough love. Sometimes love is tough. Flipping heck. Gosh, this, oh, Jesus, we just pray for this generation. And Lord, we repent of any helicopter parenting and any cathartic parenting where we've not disciplined our children. Huh. As soon as a kid gets a bit discouraged and down, it's the end of the world as we know it, you know? And so the Lord, he says, Todd, I love you and I'm disciplining you because I love you, but I'm fast tracking you. And then what happened? I came out a different person. And, this is the, and, and, and these are good lessons to learn now, not next year, but now. And what I found was this, is I have to be so firmly grounded and rooted in the Word of the Lord and in the realm of the Spirit that, that, that I wasn't ever moved by what my circumstances were. There's, there's, there's enough fear. You can fear anything and it shut you down. So... So it's that a spirituality isn't disassociating from the conflict, but it's laying a hold of the finished work of the kingdom so you can actually change the conflict. And, and, and again, this is not my language. Rachel brought this up to me. And this came up on one of my feeds the other day. But as it, when people engage the, the, the church for the first time, it will present as a hospital. And then as you grow, you learn family. And as you get rooted and grounded in family, you become an army. You get people stuck in hospital for decades. Come on. And at the, it, 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 sometimes they need encouragement. You know, I would say oh, there are seasons in my life where the Lord would speak to me nearly every day and it was correction. And I'm, I'm not illegitimate. I'm, I'm born from above. And I'm like, okay, I'll get it. If the Lord keeps correcting you, you're not learning something. But at least he's speaking. And so, so, we, so what you got is this. When you lay a hold that God is I, he is I am, he's done it. Everything you need is in Christ. Everything. This is why we can get so excited. But the enemy wants to do the opposite of redeeming time. He wants to defile time and stretch it out. If he can defile time and stretch out Kairos, if you go to the King James, it's very, very interesting. King James, the angel, uh, don't put it up. Um, it's not up there anyway. The King James, it says, some interpretation, the angel decreed this before he gave John the little book, which was sweet and bitter, He's, people, the, the, a lot of translations go, uh, no more delay. But it actually says there should be time no more, which is chronos, no more. The angel says time no more. So, so isn't it amazing that, that, that the Lord says, you're already blessed. You're already healed. You're already righteous. I mean, that's amazing. Yeah, I had a really bad day today. It's sort of like, that has nothing to do with it. 
This is why what the realm of faith is is laying a hold of the invisible realities of the kingdom and then you manifest them. You, you get to manifest stuff from an invisible world. But the enemy wants to stretch out fallen, dark time. And this is where we get to lay a hold of the oil and the wine. The oil and the wine's already been provided. It's already been provided in the realm of the Spirit. But the enemy wants to, to cause dark time where there's shedding of innocent bloodshed, mutilation, uh, 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 um, scarcity, he wants to keep dragging it out because it can be dragged out because we've got to understand what seasons are and our role within the season. Here's something that got sent to us very recently. Uh, if we can put the picture up, please. Okay. And it says, time to change. CERN scientists propose 25-hour day. So if you're not aware of this, CERN is the uh, 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 Hadron Collider it is a, an underground circuit where they, it's a particle accelerator where they accelerate particles and they collide them. And it'd be interesting that, that it's actually like, it's an underground circle of, of 17 miles. And it's actually in France, but mostly Switzerland, but it does go under a part of France where the town was named after, and they've, they've you know, flipped the name a little bit, but the town was named after and has a temple dedicated to Apollyon, the demon of the bottomless pit. In other words, they wanna open portals and they want to drag out dark time where people are in scarcity, in lack, in fear, in infirmity. You have a look at the, you know, just what, what's the latest? I mean, you know, I think they, they're, they're trying to get a lot more creative in America we're just gonna do heaps of train derailments. But what's the last in the last 24 hours? A barge on the Ohio River, River in Kentucky, 1,400 metric tons of methanol or whatever it was. We're talking poisoning water. We, we talk, like, 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 Philadelphia is that there's been a massive rush because of water, their natural water source has been poisoned and people are getting bottled water. We're talking, this is really happening. So the enemy is trying to drag this out. He's trying to drag this out because they, they, and before, if you're here and you find the word portal offensive or anything like that, you need to renew your mind. You need to renew your mind because, because we're so used to boring, powerless Western Christianity. It's, de it's dead in the water. It's face down in the swimming pool. It's got no pulse, okay? And so rather than change from the inside and manifest the supernatural, we change our theology, to, to cessationism, you know, no more miracles, etc. That's absolute rubbish. So there's portals all through the Bible, all through the Bible, Jacob's ladder, angels ascending and descending, etc. So what they're trying to do is they're trying to open portals to shut things down, open up the bottomless pit. And, where, and, and, and so, so rather than being swept up in this, the Lord says, are you not, he's talking to you, to me, to us, are you not already seated in heavenly places? Haven't you already been raised up? Aren't you already blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ? And, and so on and so forth. And so this is, the, this is what we, we, we have. Our spirits are all already seated uh, 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 with Christ in heavenly places. Now, what's interesting is, I, there's, so the thing that informs my narrative primarily is the Word of God. But then there's the prophetic 
And I'll tell you what, God's, God's pretty, pretty amazing because the amount of dreams and visions he gives people, I look at, I, I look at dreams and visions, so number one is the logos, number two, dreams and visions and, 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 and tested and weighed supernatural phenomena like the word of the Lord or, 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 or revelation, whatever, right? Is that I put more currency on that than anything I would watch on the Clinton News Network, I mean Clown News Network, I mean CNN. MSNBC, these are all private entities that all have an agenda. They hate the supernatural. There was, you know, I don't understand it. The things happened, a man of God passed away recently called John Mellor. And he was, God used him powerfully in healing. I don't know what was around that, but I just saw in big newspapers, uh, 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 he allegedly healed people. And, and, and people thought they were healed. This is, this is the language they're using, right? And so, uh, uh, they're incredible testimonies, but they're, 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 I, I don't put currency on lamestream media. It's got an agenda. If, you, if you're in the habit of just sitting in front of the, 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 the television, tranced out, hypnotic machine in your house, please stop it. Because you, you, you are getting programmed. It's rubbish. It's rubbish. And so, so, so the Word of God, and then... <laughs> The, the, the prophetic, but then I can't get away from this. Something that has to be redeemed is, is the realm of the creative. You could almost take movies of the last 30 years and map them and actually get the narrative of what's happening now. The supernatural, you got this like doc, the, the Doctor Strange, uh, Ant-Man, Quantumania, all these things are all about opening up portals to other dimensions. And this is what they're saying. You can't change anything stuck in the material world You've got to go in the realm of the Spirit. You've got to go in the realm of the Spirit. This is what was just the, 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 the most recent Ant-Man is that you had to go to that quantum dimension to change things so things could be changed in the material world. So here we are. It says, look, bread and I mean, uh, wheat and barley will not deliver you. It will be in scarcity. But if you go in that invisible dimension and you put, I, 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 if you put priority on the oil and the wine, God will not touch it. He will get it protected. So you go into those dimensions and, and learn how to move that. So, so you just see, you see stuff in, in the movies all the time now. Movies have gone so crazy supernatural. And, 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 and too much of the church is sort of like clutching their pearls. <gasps> you know, of course there's demonic mutations. You've got sort of, oh, I said a bad word. I mean, hello, you're in the world. You see stuff, I'm not saying you know, go to movies ad nauseum, but there are things in there that the church isn't awake over, is that there are, there are dimensions that the church hasn't touched because of that fear of being wrong. Boldly pursue the Lord and weigh and test, weigh and test, weigh and test. Okay, you ask for bread, he's not gonna give you a snake and so on and so forth. So here we go. Now, I believe this is not a future event. I believe this is, this is now. This is a position in the Lord now. Let's do Revelation 15. I like this a lot. And I saw something like a sea of glass mingled with fire and those who have victory over the beast. And over here, there is people who have complete victory. Like we're talking not, not like, like an arm wrestle that went for ages and we just got over the line. We're talking like it says we're, we're super conquerors. Okay, but it's the oil and the wine. Who had victory over the beast over his image and over his mark. 
and over the number of his name, like we're talking grand slam, over the number of his name, standing on the sea of glass, having harps of God, very Davidic. They sing the song of Moses, very delivery-ishness, okay. The servant of God and the song of the Lamb. So it's now incorporating the song of Moses and the song of the Lamb and saying, and they sing, uh, uh, great and marvellous are your works, Lord God Almighty. Just and true are your ways, O King of the saints. And so you have this beast system. Like it's not real hard. You don't have to think real hard. You go, okay, talk everywhere about digital currency. I think the ANZ have just said in certain branches now, they're not gonna have any cash. ANZ have just released that. And then what you have is you have programmable, a central bank digital currency. That means rather than have freedom and have cash spend it where you want, it will be controlled. You only look at, look at precedent in China. So if you have central bank digital currency and if it's connected to your WeChat account, is that if you've said something, if you present yourself as a dissident or speak against the narrative, they can actually find you and just take it straight out of your account. So, so we're talking in regards that, that, that it's, it's, a, it's a beast system. It's gonna sound all wonderful. And that, remember, when they say peace and safety, then it's sudden destruction. That's just a paradigm where we're gonna say this stuff and over here, it's the opposite actually taking place. But it says there's complete victory over it. Harps of God singing uh, Davidic, singing the songs of deliverance. And I believe this is, I believe we can choose to be on that sea of glass now. See, being, see we, we, got, we, we lack imagination. There's more imagination in the movies than in too, too many followers of the Lord. So for example, you go, yes, I'm seated in heavenly places. What does that mean? I don't know, I'm in a white room, floating, doing not much. Oh my gosh, heavenly places are incredible. And so right now we're in a place that we, we're in a war. And so rather than going, we're gonna be in a war, you know, all of a sudden that sort of like hyper warfare burnout mode. Why don't we get before the Lord and sing the song of deliverance. See that we were talking about, you, you wanna see God's extravagance? Who wants to see God's extravagance? We first, because He made His move at Calvary and Pentecost, we go extravagant to Him. Can someone say amen? Worship, praise, generosity, kindness, serving, extravagance. And what happens is that that starts to be, be, be supplied and mirrored in the, in the same measure, pressed down, shaken together, overflowing. So, so this, is a, this is a station in the realm of the Spirit. This is where there's abundant oil and wine, where God says, don't touch it, okay? Don't, 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 okay. We're acting the opposite spirit. I'm not gonna put it up now, but Acts 15, don't put it up. Um, Acts 15, don't. Okay. It says the key to the ingathering of the Gentiles is the resurrection of the David's fallen tent or tabernacle. This is so weird because you've got scarcity. Oh, we should be worried about things. And look, there's no, come and worship me. Come and worship me. How often? All the time. All the time. You know, you've got uh, uh, Mondays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, Fridays here, 7 to 8.30, but you can do it at home if you can't make it. Just do it. When are we, we doing the tabernacle of David this, in this season? I can't see us ever stopping it. I can't because it's actually connected to harvest, it's connected to the manifestation of the kingdom of the earth. So rather than just going, we're just gonna seek the Lord, the Lord goes, he's looking for worshipers. So if you seek him through worship, he's looking for worshipers, you actually cut 50% of the work out. 
really seeking God. You know, I'll enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart, enter his courts with praise. This is why the oil and the wine, the joy, the provision on the sea of glass, harps. Remember, you know, you're gonna get breakthrough by harping on. All right, here we go. I'm gonna tell you this, so I got full permission to, I had to clear this today. So who knows Lawrence? Put your hand up. Yep. He's Maori. I don't think I've ever seen a skinny Maori. I don't. I don't. I'm sure they exist, but I've overlooked them. So this is, this is, this is, this is so cool. So he, <laughs> he's been part of this group of people meeting outdoors in parks. And it's, now I just, you're gonna, you're gonna engage your imagination in a second. It's a Zumba group. <laughs> he said I could mention this. It's in a Zumba group. But what happens, it's actually like anointed music and they're moving, they're dancing on a Davidic level to anointed music. He said, bro, I'm, he goes, I've never moved my hips like this in my life <laughs> because I'm doing the salsa. He said, bro, seriously, he goes, I, I'm, 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 I'm learning to shimmy so much, I think I actually jumped off the ground. Because <laughs> you know how it goes, it goes that much, okay? Just out in the parks. This is Tabernacle of David. Do you know what happened? Do you want to hear what he's encountered? He will be, I said, I said, Lawrence, 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 make sure you don't zumba into glory, okay? <laughs> we need you. We need you, yeah. <laughs> and then he's he's doing this like this uh, 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 anointed music, the group of people. And, and people are just coming and joining it, like from just different nationalities just coming in the park. And you go, which part? I'm not telling you. That's the only thing I probably can't clear. All right. So he goes, bro, because we're doing these outreaches in the uh, country areas. And he goes, bro, dude. He goes, listen to this. He said in, in consecutive days, he'll be like in the glory and he can feel the presence of the Lord and he starts to visit other countries in the spirit. He said he went to Venice, and you're going, oh, I'm really gonna do Tabernacle of David now. <laughs> uh, by the way, the, the canals are dry at the moment, so, you know. Um, Egypt, Africa, and then he's zumbering away, and he goes, all of a sudden, he's in the realm of the Spirit. This is Tabernacle of David. This is the oil and the wine. Do you know how much you save on airfares if you do it like this? <laughs> you don't need to get yellow fever shot, nothing. This is the way to do it. Zumba in the park. <laughs> and he's in the <laughs> cute. And he's in the <laughs> and he's in the glory. And now he sees this mountain. And he's like, can feel the presence of the Lord. And then the mountain turns around. And it was Jesus was one of the prayer shawls on him. And the, the face covering fell away and Jesus turned to him and smiled and he goes, good job. And you wonder why God, there's a blessing over him. You wonder, see, see, you've got to make the oil and the wine your priority. This is exciting. 
See, see, uh, we, we, we're going into, um, we, we've got, we've got uh, um, Dan Hagen coming soon. You go, you go, how beautiful is it? The, f- the feet of those who bring news, they come skipping on the tops of the mountains. That's talking about the realm of the Spirit. Heavenly mountains. You, 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 know, you, you zumba in the glory. And then what happens is that you hand out the oil and the wine. We've got Dan Hagen coming soon. I'll give you the details for that in a second. And we've got Heidi Baker coming, all right? And we're gonna be doing regular uh, uh, worship, outreach in the country areas. The, the, the amount of supernatural glory that's starting to manifest. But don't worry about the scarcity. You're positioned on the sea of glass if you choose to engage. Who's excited? This is, and they, they, with supernatural provision, we are, at the moment, you've got all these things contracting in the spirit over darkness, but because we're in the oil and the wine, our vision as an eldership is continual enlarging, not contracting, expansion, expansion, more souls, more glory, more miracles, more pouring out. We've always gone in the opposite spirit because we are not in this economy. Who's excited about heaven's economy? It's, it's extravagant. But first we have to be extravagant to him. We have to be extravagant to him. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Okay. I'm going to land the plane. Just give me a second though. Did you know that you're a timekeeper? You're a timekeeper. They said to the apostles, the disciples said to Jesus in Acts 1, when are you gonna restore the kingdom back to Israel? Jesus said, it's not for you to know the times of the seasons the Father set in his authority. He says, here's what I want you to focus on. Manifest the kingdom on the earth. So what happened, what, this is where people, I was raised a futurist. I'm not sure what I am anymore. I'm just uh, Jesus's Lord nowist, okay? And, and, if I, and, and I can't go wrong. I can't go wrong. If, you, if every day is grand final day in the spirit, you can't go wrong. You can't, you, you will never lose. We will say, well done, good and faithful servant. But if, if we lay a hold of him in the now, you realize is that you start touching those dimensions that are on the sea of glass outside of time. So, that, so, so as a futurist in the past, I'm going, well, there's a set time. So whether I'm really involved in the harvest or not isn't really a big deal because the time's set. No, 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 that's not the way it is. See, the biggest people go, well, it's Israel as a time. I don't believe that. I believe the most overwhelming timekeeper of Kairos, of the kingdom of heaven manifesting on the earth is within God's own very covenant people in Jesus' name. Because it says, he says, don't worry about the times of the seasons. You go and manifest the glory on the earth. All right? You, you win souls, you disciple the nations, and you go, well, what about when it says in, in, it, it, it says in uh, um, Psalm 24, lift up your heads, O your gates, you everlasting doors that the King of glory may come in. Oh, those are gates and doors. No, 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 that's you. You saying that I'm gates and doors? No, I'm saying you're a temple. And the temple has gates and doors. There's gate, da, gates and doors all the way through Scripture. You have a look when they sat in the book of Exodus, they had to put blood on the, on the doorposts and the lentils. That was to allow supernatural angelic protection to come from other dimensions. And you are now those gates and doors. 
And if the gates and doors lift up their heads and manifest the King of glory, time changes. Time to, the enemy wants to drag it out and the Lord says, I wanna see a generation that's gonna break these cycles and manifest my glory. Break these endless cycles of poverty, war, famine, death, sickness. If they actually lay a hold of what I did at Calvary and Pentecost in Jesus' Name, can someone shout Amen? Amen. So we get to do that. Jesus said in Luke 17, 20, 21, the kingdom of God is not external. The kingdom of God is within you. So when the doors and the, uh, the doors and the gates, so the, 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 the king, strong and mighty, is we start to see that's where the oil and the wine is. I'm believing for such extravagant provision, not because it's me or field of dreams. Who cares about the name? Who cares about even the leadership? It's about the oil and the wine. Get excited about the oil and the wine. And God's major modus operandi in this season is the tabernacle of David. And this season ain't changing. Rather than, oh, scarcity, contraction, contraction. Oh, who knows a lot of this? The beast system. The Lord says, you're gonna overcome by acting in the opposite spirit, being extravagant towards the Lord. So you'll see heaven's extravagance manifest on you in Jesus' name. We're already seeing crazy dreams and visions going out to these country areas. And like, like, are we being received? Well, maybe, maybe not. Doesn't matter. We will manifest God's extravagance. And we're gonna see a loving Father manifesting over an orphan generation till we see the glory of God and we see the knowledge of the glory cover the, cover the, the waters, cover the earth like the waters cover the sea in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Grab your communion, please. Praise God. Gone a little bit over time, it's all good. Yes, announcements, but not yet. Holy Ghost, open up your communions. The wine of heaven, the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus. I want you guys to get, you don't have to come here on a Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Please, if you can't do it at home, make it your priority. Make your priority. If Lawrence Kanzumba who are you, O mountain? <laughs> no. Shouts of grace, grace. Hallelujah. Tim Butler shared that story with me where he got $100,000 stolen from him. And the Lord said, a prophetic word was, if you dance before me, I'll deliver you. He danced before the Lord for weeks and God returned all the money supernaturally. This is the season. There is scarcity coming, friends. Don't be, don't be stuck in a physical coma. Is it choose to be on the sea of glass and praise the name of Jesus. Worship Him. Sit at His holy footstool. Bless His holy name. So Lord, we thank You for communion. We thank You for the, the, the wine. Thank You for the blood. And we just thank You for quickening, healing power. Bless us to our bodies in Your name. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. So the overwhelming thing I'm aware of in the realm of the Spirit is joy. It's joy. But there's also a war going on. I'm not saying it's a happy war, but the joy of the Lord is our strength. Praise God.